Hello and welcome to the Abbott and Costello Show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Abbott, what time is it? It's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. It's the new transcribed Abbott and Costello show with their new singing discovery, Susan Miller and Matty Malnick Orchestra. So hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Costello, look at you. You're all messed up. Where have you been? Well, I was doing some last-minute shopping. I bought a dress for our maid. The sales lady asked me to slip it on for size. And before I could get it off, I was dancing with three sailors at the Palladium. <laughs> now, did you remember to get that clock for our producer? Yeah, I got him a dandy clock. Cuckoo? Yeah, he's a little nuts. No, no. <laughs> Never mind that. Did you get, a, get that box of uh, artificial snow? What's your language, Abbott? Artificial snow? In California, we call that stuff Miami mist. <laughs> Did you find out what the rest of the people on the show wanted, Lou? Yes. Our announcer wants a pipe, a leather jacket, and a gallon of gin. But he says you won't be mad if you don't get the pipe and the leather jacket. (laughs) Did you get the presents for uh, Matty uh, Malnick like I told you to? Oh, yeah. I got the five girls waiting up in the hall. Girls, I told you to get five shirts for Malnick. Oh, I thought you said skirts. (laughs) Now, what would Matty do with five girls? Don't mind them, folks. She's getting a pogo stick for Christmas. I also got some mistletoe. Uh, you don't even know what mistletoe is. I do so. All right. What is it, a vine or a plant? It's an excuse. I... <laughs> hey, will you please talk sense, Lou? I hope you didn't drag that little fat kid that lives next door to you down to the store to see Santa Claus. Oh, yes. And with those crowds awful, that poor little fat kid got squashed in between Sydney Green Street and Kate Smith. Where is he now? He's got a job with the circus. He's the tallest... He's the tallest, skinniest six-year-old boy in the world. Oh. Keep quiet, Costello, will you? That's enough from you. Give my friend here a chance at the microphone. Abbott and Costello fans, if you'd like to shoot off to musical heaven, do it with a bing. Bing Crosby. Yes, later tonight on the Bing Crosby Show, the Broner will salute the Yuletide with his favorite seasonal songs. Sung your favorite way. And in addition to the musical portion of the show, you'll hear Bing's presentation of a moving and tender Christmas drama. This great Bing Crosby show is definitely a must for Christmas Eve listening. So be sure to hear it on ABC tonight at 10 in the East 
at nine elsewhere in the nation. Next week, New Year's Eve, there'll be a new addition to ABC's great Wednesday night lineup. It's the Tony Martin Show featuring Alan Long with Evelyn Knight, the Victor Young Orchestra, and the Jeff Alexander Chorus and Jimmy Wallington. Remember, here's the Bing Crosby Christmas Show tonight, and next Wednesday night, the Star Theater presents the Tony Martin Show. Costello, it's Christmas Eve. I understand you played Santa Claus on the Vox Pop show at uh, our youth foundation. Yes, I stuffed a feather pillow under my Santa Claus suit, just like you told me. And some little kid with sharp fingernails poked me in the stomach. What happened? I snowed on him for ten minutes. <laughs> then when I was going upstairs, another kid hit me in the escalator with a lollipop. No, you mean uh, escalator. An escalator is a kisser. That's where he hit me. <laughs> then Warren Hull and me trimmed a Christmas tree with spaghetti and meatballs. You idiot! You trimmed a Christmas... You trimmed a Christmas tree with spaghetti? Yeah. And it sure was pretty. When we plugged it in, you should have seen those meatballs light up. <laughs> you please talk, sense. Those kids at the foundation remind me of the days when I was a kid, Abbott. I never had any money for Christmas. When I wanted money, I used to go out and wrestle the organ grinder's monkey for his penny. That's terrible. You're telling me I only won once in seven years. <laughs> well, things are different now. Now, Costello, my pal. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. What did you get for your for Buddy Abbott, your dear, dear friend? Oh, Abbott, you are my dear, dear sure. friend. And nothing is too good for you. Thanks, pal. And nothing is what you're going to get. <laughs> you mean you haven't lost... You haven't bought my present yet? Oh, yes. I bought you an incense burner and a mirror. What can I do with an incense burner? You can burn punk in it. R where am I going to find the punk? That's where the mirror comes in. Uh... <laughs> That's a fine way to talk after the wonderful presents the gang gave you last year. Wonderful presents? Yes. You gave me a mustache cup and I ain't got no mustache. The announcer gave me an automobile horn and I ain't got no car. And Susan Miller gave me a cane bottom chair. It's a good thing I got an end table. <laughs> You're getting more stupid every day. How do you manage to increase your ignorance? I put on extra help over the holidays. I... <laughs> hey, Abbott, you know I was over to my Uncle Mike's farm putting up Christmas decorations? I even hung jingle bells on the cows. Where did you hang them? On their arms? Well, I ain't saying, Abbott, but tomorrow morning when Uncle Mike milks those cows, he's going to be a Swiss bell ringer. Costello, <laughs> don't, don't you miss not being home for Christmas? Yeah, good old Patterson, New Jersey. The biggest town in the country. I got a Christmas card from my mother in Patterson. Uh, from, from your mom? Yeah. What did she say? I'll read it. Dear son Louis, it is Christmas time again and I sure miss you. Last night I sat for three hours looking at your vacant chair. Ain't that touching? That's beautiful. Read the rest of it. Then I went out to see your latest moving picture. I should have stayed home and looked at your vacant chair. <laughs> There will always be a light burning for you in the window. P.S. I'm enclosing the electric bill. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mr. Costello. I just saw your picture, the wistful widow of Wagendap, and you were wonderful, simply wonderful. Where did you see it? I was standing in the lobby of the theater, and I watched the picture through a popcorn machine. Oh, through a popcorn machine. Yes, and you'd be surprised how much better you look with a little butter and a pinch of salt. <laughs> Uh, 
That was Abbott's nephew, folks. Uh, let him alone, Lou. He's dying to be an actor. Well, he got his wish. He just died with that last joke. Hello, boys. Well, it's Susan Miller. <laughs> It's lucky you happened along, Susan. Costello don't know what to get his Aunt May for Christmas. Well, maybe I can help you, Costello. Why don't you get her one of those new facial kits? One of those what? <laughs> Costello, Susan is suggesting that you buy Aunt May a kit. Why should I buy her a kit? Maybe someday she might have kits of her own. <laughs> oh, Costello. Costello, you tickle me. You tickle me first. I'm best. No, no, no. Why don't you listen to Susan's suggestion? Come on. Costello, now how about something for your Aunt May's hair? Does she have a snood? Certainly she's got a snood. Well, is it a short snood that hangs down over her back? No, it's a long snood that hangs down over her chin. No, no, Susan is trying to find out how she does her hair. Does she pile it up on top of her head or does she drop it down on her neck? She hangs it up in the closet. I... Costello, does your Aunt May wear her hair off her face? No, it takes too long to wear it off. She has to pull it out with tweezers. <laughs> Susan, Costello's Aunt May is short and fat, just like him. How much does your Aunt May weigh? 260 pounds with a girdle on. Well, how much does she weigh with it off? She's never been able to get it off. <laughs> oh, forget about your Aunt May, Costello. What did you get me for Christmas? Well, I'll give you a gift. It comes in a box, you wear it on your finger, and it shines. What do you know? Nail polish again. <laughs> Now, you can't, you can't treat Susan that way. She's a very vain girl. For Christmas, you should get her something that will appeal to her vanity. Okay, I'll get her a feather duster for her bedroom. Will that appeal to her? No, but it will tickle her vanity. I... <laughs> Costello, is that any way to talk on Christmas Eve? Oh, I'm glad you reminded me, Abbott. All the kids all over the country are waiting for me to tell them a Christmas story. Now, once upon a time... What is the story about? It's about two pages long. Oh. <laughs> Look, I don't need no help from you, Abbott, so don't interrupt me All while right. I'm telling it. Now, keep your mouth shut. Why don't you take a walk through the park and show the squirrels what a real nut looks like? Ah, uh, here. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Tell your story. Now, Scrooge was waiting in his office for his old partner, Molly. Molly. But Marley didn't show up. He had a broadcast. Marley had a broadcast? Yes. Didn't you ever hear Fibber McGee and Marley? No. <laughs> I had to know the story, Costello. And Marley was not Fibber's partner. He was uh, Scrooge's partner. Oh, I know that. They were partners for years, like Burns and Durante, Lum and Amos, and Hope and Costello. Now, wait a minute. Costello, you've got that all, you've got that all mixed up. Believe me, it's better that way. Oh. <laughs> Hope and Costello. Costello, you've been working with me for ten years. Wait till Hope hears about this. Your dummy Hope has been using Coloma for years. He must smell pretty good by now. <laughs> you know, I sprinkle that stuff on myself. I use the imported kind. Not your belly? No, just a little dab behind each ear. <laughs> ah, you idiot. You started to st tell the story of Scrooge. Now, you've got Scrooge in the office. Now, continue. Well, one day, Scrooge's nephew came over to the office and said... Merry Christmas, Uncle Scrooge. Why don't you come over to my house for Christmas dinner? Scrooge got mad. He grabbed his nephew by the neck and threw him out into the snow. And the nephew started crying. Please, please, Uncle Scrooge. It's cold out here in the snow. I'm freezing. I've got no shoes. Scrooge opened the window and laughed. 
<laughs> if you're cold, take this match and give yourself a hot foot. <laughs> then the nephew said, Please, please, Uncle Scrooge, let me in. And Scrooge left. <laughs> and the nephew cried, <laughs> No, hi. <laughs> and then Scrooge laughed. Hello. <laughs> and then the nephew cried. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, Costello, wait a minute. What are you doing? I'm acting, Abbott. If my mother hadn't cut my curls off when I was a baby, I'd have been another Bet Davis. <laughs> Shame on you, Costello, to come out here on a Christmas Eve and take a beautiful story like Dickens. Dickens' Christmas carols and twist it into an inane, senseless conglomeration of gibberish. Tell me, tell me why, why, why do you do these things? Oh, I'm a bad boy! Abbott and Costello will be back with more of their antics in just a moment. But first, listen to this. Let me tell you a bit more about the Tony Martin Show, which will follow Bing Crosby and ABC's great lineup of shows next Wednesday night and every Wednesday night thereafter. For wonderful music, there will be songs by Tony Martin, plus beautiful melodic interpretations by lovely Evelyn Knight, with the Victor Young Orchestra and the Jeff Alexander Chorus. In the comedy department, you'll roar over the hilarious antics of Alan Young as he jumps from one riotous predicament to another. Yes, the Tony Martin Show featuring Alan Young with Evelyn Knight, the Victor Young Orchestra, the Jeff Alexander Chorus, and Jimmy Wallington is a welcome addition to the great lineup of shows heard over most ABC stations Wednesday night. Vox Pop, Mayor of the Town, starring Lionel Barrymore, Abbott and Costello, Bing Crosby, and another newcomer to the lineup, the Groucho Marx Show. For wonderful Yuletide listening later tonight, be sure not to miss the Bing Crosby Christmas Show. And now back to ABC's Abbott and Costello Show. Here is vivacious Susan Miller with Matty Malnick and his orchestra. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening in the lane? So the glisten, a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird, here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along. Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman Then pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on we'll conspire As we dream by the fire The face on a phrase The plans that we've made Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman then pretend that he's Parson Brown. You say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. You can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire. As we're sitting in front of a fire. Chase and afraid, the plans we've made. Walking in a winter wonderland. Chase and afraid, the plans we've made. Walking in a winter
Costello, who dragged that tree in here? I did. That's our Christmas tree. You dummy, that's not a Christmas tree. That's an orange tree. I wondered why the ornaments were so juicy. <laughs> Costello, isn't your mother going to hang your stocking on the fireplace? I told her not to. Last year, she hung my stockings upside down. And Christmas morning, I had a terrible headache. Oh, wait a minute. How could hanging your stocking upside down give you a headache? She forgot to take me out of them. Talk sense, please. All our friends will be here soon for our Christmas party. Now, uh, better light a fire in the fireplace. Here, throw this gasoline on the log to start it. Nothing doing. I ain't throwing no gasoline in the fireplace. My brother did that once. What happened? Haven't you read his book, 30 Seconds Over Tokyo? <laughs> well... I hope you got presents for everybody. Oh, sure. I even got my sister's baby a toy rhinoceros. Rhinoceros? You can't even spell rhinoceros. So what? Show me a rhinoceros that can spell Costello. <laughs> what else did you get the baby? An electric Indian blanket. Now, wait a minute. What, what good is an electric Indian blanket for a baby? Well, if he kicks at night, it sends up smoke signals. Uh, <laughs> what, did you get, what did you get your nephew, Bobby? Something to help him in his geography class. Uh, one of those uh, statistical graphs that indicate uh, topographical elevations and depressions according to the longitudinal and latitudinal hemispheric zones. You mean map. Isn't it funny? I can never think of that word. <laughs> did I say something wrong? No, no, no. Costello, uh, what did you do with that present I gave you last year? It's in a cellar, Rabbit. I don't like those electric lawnmowers. Lawnmowers? You idiot, that was an electric razor. No wonder it took me three months to mow the front lawn. <laughs> well, never mind that. Did you send out all the party invitations? Sure. I even sent one to my cousin, Vincent Varello, the famous builder. Vincent Varello? <laughs> what did he ever build? A tunnel through the mountains to Glendale. Now, instead of taking an hour, people can get to Glendale in five minutes. That's good. What's good about it? You still can't get nobody to go to Glendale. <laughs> What else did he build? Huh? What else did he build? Well, he's building some of those new, well-built California apartment houses. He well, started on it yesterday. When will it be finished? With? Thursday. <laughs> he started a California apartment house on Tuesday, and it will be finished Thursday? Yeah, the reason it took so long, the men won't work on Christmas. I... <laughs> he's only going to rent to veterans. Each apartment is $175 a month. Costello, what veteran can afford to pay rent of $175 a month? General Myers. I... <laughs> well, never mind that. What other relatives did you invite here for Christmas? My Uncle Jim Kelly, the famous furrier. He's the guy that crossed a beaver with a kangaroo and a chimpanzee. How did it work out? He now has fur coats with pockets that hang themselves in the closet. <laughs> now, that's ridiculous. Yeah, my Uncle Jim is also working on another experiment. He's breeding a Plymouth... Plymouth Rock hens with clay pigeons. What for? To get chickens who can lay bricks. <laughs> oh, there's the mailman, Costello. Let him in. Merry Christmas, Costello. Got a lot of packages here for you. They're all from movie stars. Now, how do you know? Well, when you've been delivering packages as long as I have, you can tell by the smell who they're from. Are you coming? <laughs> by the smell? Yeah, yeah. Now, what Smell Lenny. Let me know that. Oh, no, you take this one. You take it. I've smelled enough of that. Can you take a letter? I don't want it. Wait a minute. Let's find out if he's telling the truth. What is that? This, uh, this, this here package is from Lionel Turner. Mm. Now, this one is from Hedy Lamar. And this one... Well, what do you know? You got one from Trigger. <laughs> 
Anything for me, mailman? No, nothing for you, but uh, here's a bottle of perfume somebody sent your wife. The directions say put one drop behind each ear before leaving the house. Habit, three drops and your wife will be ready to go out. Costello, my wife hasn't got three ears. I should know. I kiss her behind the ear every morning. You've got to. That's where her lips are. I... I hear your wife is going to have her face lifted. Oh, the doctor did lift her face. Yes. yes, and when he saw what was underneath, he dropped it again. <laughs> Never mind that, Costello. This is Christmas Eve. Uh, give the mailman an eggnog. Oh, thanks. And put a little bourbon in it. Why? Well, the eggnog gives me strength. And the bourbon? That gives me an idea what to do with the strength. <laughs> What a wonderful night Christmas is, Costello, don't you think? Yes. Think of it. All over the world, people are trimming Christmas trees. I can just see them. Yep. In France, I see an old man. He's trimming a Christmas tree. In Belgium, I see a gang of kids. They're trimming a Christmas tree. In Pismo Beach, I see a boy and a girl. They're... Well, everybody can't be trimming Christmas trees. (laughs) Costello, you look tired. Why don't you run upstairs and take a nap till the crowd gets here? I'm scared to go upstairs, Abbott. Last night I was up there all alone and I thought I heard a girl's voice coming from the hall. I was afraid to look. Why? I was afraid nobody would be there. There you go, talking about girls again. Why not? I've been going with girls since I was in the third grade. Third grade? How could you have known anything about girls at that age? I was 19. I... Take a nap, and uh, I'll put the tinsel on the tree. Say, uh, by the way, where did you get this tinsel? At the five and tinsel cent store. Five. <laughs> and while uh, we're trimming a tree, Abbott, put that red and green traffic light on top. Costello, where did you steal that traffic light? At the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Oh, wasn't anybody watching? Don't be silly. Who watches traffic lights in California? <laughs> I think I'll take a nap in the bookcase. Why don't, why don't you lie down on the bed? I can't. It's full of books. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. It's kind of chilly in here. Better better put on your pajama tops. What? Your tops, your tops. Habit, you're pretty nice yourself. I... <laughs> well, I'll take a little nap now. I think I'll go in the kitchen and sleep in the bread box. No, no, you dummy. The bread box is full of crumbs. Habit, what is your family doing in my bread box? <laughs> oh, lay down on the sofa and go to sleep. Okay. Good night, Habit. Good night. <laughs> Wake me up if anybody comes. Oh, oh, I'm so sleepy. Abbott, I don't think nobody is coming to our party. I'll put on my Santa Claus suit. We'll hop in my sleigh and drive over to Susan Miller's house. Gee, I can't wait to climb down her chimney. I'll get the sleigh and hitch up my fog deer. That's reindeer. That's fog, dear. This is California. (laughs) Who's that fat guy with the white whiskers and the red suit coming over here? Well, well, boys, Merry Christmas. I'm Santa Claus. Gee, Abbott, that's Santa Claus. Look at his reindeer. Dancer, Prancer, Dunder, Blitzen, and Vrashinsky. (laughs) Wait a minute. How did Vrashinsky get in there with Santa Claus's reindeer? 
He figures if Santa Claus has given anything away, he's going to see that Russia gets hers. <laughs> Santa Claus, would you like to hear me recite my Christmas poem? Why, well, go right ahead, young fella. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a cockroach. Wait a minute, that's not cockroach, that's mouse. You don't know your pole. You don't know my house. <laughs> Quiet, Costello. Santa Claus, have you got a present for Costello? Well, Costello, I'm sorry. I can't give you a present this year, but being that you're here on the roof of Susan Miller's house wearing a Santa Claus suit, I'm going to let you deliver her present. Here. Gee, thanks, Santa Claus. Well, goodbye, and a merry, uh, uh, merry, uh, merry, uh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, thanks, I can never remember that word. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that Santa Claus is a nice guy. Come on, Abbott, let's slide down the chimney and put Susan's present under her tree. Okay, here we go. Be careful now, Abbott. It's awful dark in here, and we got to feel our way into the den where the Christmas tree is. Yeah, I can't see a thing. Uh, how do we get into the den? Well, you can go through the door on the left or through the door on the right. Or through the wall. <laughs> here comes Susan. Hello, boys. What are you doing here? I thought you were having a big Christmas Eve party at your house. I was, Susan. I invited everybody, but nobody showed up. I guess nobody loves me anymore. Jenny Claus didn't even have a present for me. All year long, I've been mean to people. I guess I brought it all on myself. And I didn't mean to hurt nobody. And I'm always in trouble. Everybody came to my party. Boy, am I glad to see all you people. I had a terrible dream. I dreamed that nobody cared about me anymore. I was dreaming of a slight Christmas. I thought my friends had passed me by. Why You Abbott and Costello fans enjoy a good laugh, so you'll be interested in the laugh show that will follow Bud and Lou next week, the Groucho Marx Show. 
Groucho is one of radio's funniest ad-libbers, if not the funniest. And this program shows him off at his hilarious best. It's an audience participation question-and-answer program that leaves the great comedian free to ad-lib at will, at will or any other contestant facing him. Yes, for plenty of laughs next week, you'll want to hear the riotous Groucho Marx show following Abbott and Costello in ABC's wonderful lineup of Wednesday night shows. Next week, too, we'll present another newcomer to the lineup, heard over most of these ABC stations, the Tony Martin Show. That's next week. But tonight, don't miss the great Bing Crosby Christmas Show. And stay tuned after tonight's Abbott and Costello program, where coming up next is radio's brightest new comic, Jack Parr. And now back for a final word from ABC's Abbott and Costello Show. Costello with a final word. Well, Costello, time to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Yes, and we want to thank all our friends for listening, and thanks for all the letters you're sending in for our Saturday morning kit show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to everyone in Patterson, New Jersey, and all over the world. Merry Tonight at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanden, featuring Susan Miller and Maddie Malnick's orchestra. This is Michael Roy saying goodbye until the same time next Wednesday. And this is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. <laughs>